you're listening to Down the Mountain Podcast, the podcast that brings you a different perspective on Colorado Avalanche hockey, the perspective of you, the fan. You can be featured on the DTM Podcast by calling 585-969-DOWN. That's 585-969-3696 and leaving us a voicemail with your thoughts on the latest abs games, trades, and news. You can also give us your predictions for upcoming games or give us your wackiest trade scenarios. Just call 585-969-DOWN and leave us a message with any and all of your avalanche thoughts. If you're too shy to leave us a voicemail, you can always email us at downthemountaincast at gmail.com. Now, we drop new episodes every other Thursday on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. If you like what you hear, be sure to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast channel. You can also follow us on X, uh, formerly known as Twitter, at DownTheMountainCast for avalanche updates and other fun NHL content. Thank you for listening. Now, here's the host of Down the Mountain Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Down the Mountain Podcast. I am your host, Josh. That is my name. I am here with my lovely co-host. His name is Ricky. Unfortunately, Jazz is out for the Thanksgiving break, um, but she should be back next episode. So, Ricky, how have you been? I'm doing good. Had Thanksgiving last weekend. Uh, Had lots of avalanche hockey. Had lots of avalanche wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, so been doing pretty darn good. Yeah. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, by the way. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. I am thankful for you and this podcast and everyone that listens to this podcast. Um, you are absolutely correct though. It has been a good month. The last time we met for a show was right after the New Jersey game. Um, which was a win, six to three. Since then, there has been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and now ten games. The Lightning tonight. We just finished watching the Lightning game, which was a, I would consider it a blowout win, four to one, um, and that puts them at seven and three over the last ten games, and their uh, overall record is what is it, fourteen and. Six. Now it should be fifteen and six. Yeah. Um, which would I? I don't know how that works because they've played one more game. No, they played the same amount of games. Um, Vegas has just had a couple more overtime, so we're going to be tied with Vegas as far as points go. Um, this is going to boost us up to second place in the conference um, slash tied for first in the conference. We are still ahead in our division. Um, We're over the Dallas Stars by two points uh, with their 12-5-2 record. Um, So Avalanche are cruising along. Um, They're doing doing Avalanche things, and it's been nice um, to not necessarily have to get stressed while watching Avalanche games. You know what I mean? I completely agree. We've been doing so good. Uh, you basically just relax and watch them, watch the avalanche crush these guys. Uh, it's, <laughs> For the most part. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's just kind of a sit back, have a few drinks, uh, you know, shout at the television and, you know, turn up some music kind of, uh, kind of hockey watching. It's uh, stress-free. Like you said, this is, 
fun. It's, uh, uh, it's cool. talking earlier. I don't really know how to do the gambling thing. If there's uh, like FanDuel is a popular one or uh, what all of that is. But I bet people that know how to do that are probably adding that whole element into this whole raucous avalanche evening that I'm describing. Uh, yeah, it would, it would, I don't, I, this is why I don't bet because I know that I, it would just, I would get so much more involved and it would be so much more intense. And like, I like the stress-free stuff. Yeah. You know, I start putting bets in there. I start putting things like, you know, I start putting, they're going to score three goals and, you know, they've scored two goals in the game and, you know, there's 30 seconds to go and they're on a power play. And I just, I don't want to be shitting my pants while I'm watching avalanche games. That's interesting. <laughs> I, that would, a lot of people are doing this to relax and not have stress, which is what we were just kind of <laughs> walking down that road of. And here I am adding a stressful element. Very interesting. <laughs> Speaking of stressful elements, though, there have been a couple games um, where the Avalanche lost, like in the final minutes. Um, the Seattle game, they lost, I think, in the last what three seconds. Uh, it was it was very close. We were about to go to overtime, and then Seattle scored a goal and just stole that game from us. Um, and then Nashville, we were when we were in Nashville. We were up three to two with, I think, 45 seconds to go. They scored a goal to tie it. So we're thinking, oh, overtime. And then 10 seconds later, they scored a goal to win it. So there's been a couple issues with the Avalanche closing games out, I feel like, unless they're, you know, beating the Ducks eight to two and beating the Stars six to three. Like, I feel like unless the Avalanche are really putting it on the other team, like really scoring a lot of goals there's still a bit of a a problem closing it out and and it's just it, it could be a problem later on in the year but i'm hoping that since it's so early they're getting that that problem fixed um i would definitely say tonight they got that problem fixed against the lightning they just kind of put their foot on the throats and did not you know let off um had some good goals from from uh oh my god i just had that thing up oh johansson i'm sorry we had some good goals from johansson um who used to play with the lightning so it was really cool to see him score two goals against his own old team and just kind of rub it in their faces you know definitely uh there was also i think mccarr got the empty net at the very end of the game uh, that was always. I love getting Nichushkin. the empty netter. What's it? It was, it was Nachushkin that got the empty netter. Sorry, thank you. Oh, uh, you're good. McCarr did get a goal this game. Yeah, but uh, that's always a really just to get that empty netter at the end of the game. It's like, oh, you dummies! Think what were you thinking pulling your goalie out? I mean, obviously, <laughs> I I get the strategy of the whole thing, but it's just kind of a ah, yeah, it's a. Mm, satisfy it's a it's a ceiling of the deal it's, it's just a, an extra kick in the nuts right they they <laughs> have they're taking that latch last ditch gamble and it's like no stupid you didn't you weren't gonna get that that was a bad idea not. unless you're nashville because nashville did it and came back and won so like right. 
but right. you know, one out of twenty games, that's uh... it can happen. But it's it's yeah. nice to just slam that door shut and go, no. Yeah, absolutely. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was. It's always good to see that, and it was good to see Nachushkin get a goal. Nachushkin has been absolutely destroying it these last ten games. Um, that dude has gotten eight goals, five assists, thirty-six shots seven blocks like he's he's doing really well um i will say that mckinnon has really been stepping up the assist game dude has 14 assists in the last 10 games and three goals to top that off that's 17 points isn't it in 10 games i think i think an assist is a point and a goal is a point so 17 points in 10 games that's insane um and of course you have kale mccarr who has 17 assists alone and two goals. Dude's got 19 points in the last 10 games. That's almost two points a game. And that, like, is he the best player in the world right now? (laughs) Uh, The announcers tonight were talking about how he skates like he's got jets attached to his rocket or jets attached to his skates. (laughs) And that's pretty much what we were saying just a few episodes ago. It He is... Unbelievable. Connor Bedard, who? Yeah. And like, mm, McCarr just passed John Michael Lyles for the most points, uh, the second most points of an Avalanche defenseman. Um, and that's in his, what, third or fourth year, fifth year tops, maybe. Um, dude's only 24, 25 years old, and he's going to be in the league for another 10 years. He is going to smoke the records if he continues to play the way that he's playing. Um, we might have two not just one, but two of the best players in the world on our team in McKinnon and McCarr. So real fun watching those guys and just real fun watching them pile on the points. I will say there was a bit of a scare with McCarr. Did you see that a couple games ago? I'm not sure that I did. Oh, was it a upper body or lower body injury? It was his elbow. He got, he got hit by a puck in the elbow. And I, he left the game. I, don't remember if he came it was one of those games where i fell asleep halfway through and i don't remember if he came back um but i remember him leaving and being like oh shit this is this is bad but clearly he was there tonight because he had a goal and uh one maybe two assists um which by the way the records that i'm spewing off here the numbers that i'm spewing off are from the 10 games before the lightning game. So there could be more points added to these, these players by the time this episode is airing. So don't, don't get mad at me. Yeah. I'm not doing false information. I'm just, we we're recording this right after a game. So like, you know, numbers haven't been updated yet. Whatever. Leave me alone. Um, Georgie, let's talk about Georgie. What what have you been? uh, What have you thought about Georgie so far this Uh, season? You know, I've been trolling around on Facebook, seeing some of the uh, Facebook groups. I've been seeing a little bit of shade. Uh, you know, it. I. Uh, I guess if I were to what, what try and saying? understand it, what's that? What have people been saying? What kind of shade? Uh, just uh, he needs to be benched. It's time to be time to replace him. That kind of thing. And if I were to, I guess if I were to interpret it, there are games that I'm seeing like against 
uh, Las Vegas, the 7-0, the 8-2 against the St. Louis Blues. Uh, you know, there are some fairly embarrassing losses that it looks like you could pin them on, Gor- on Georgiev. Uh, so I guess that could explain some of the frustration, but I think he's doing amazing. There's definitely going to be some slip ups like that, but I think he's doing great. I want to see, uh, I want to see which games, um, cause I, cause I agree he's doing, he's doing phenomenal. I mean, the, his result now is what 13 and two or something. His total, uh, it's like total wins and losses right now. Uh, yeah, thir- sorry, 13 and five yeah. is his. And some and of those losses most- are ugly looking, yes, just from an over, just like an overview, like seven zero, eight to two. It's kind of ooh. but a lot of that's not his fault either because Agreed. our defense was piss poor. Like it still kind of is sometimes where they're like just giving up, giving up the puck, um, not getting it out of the zone, letting people take stupid shots. We had a goal. Um, what was it? Two games ago. Uh, was it Cal- No, it was Minnesota, I think. No, I'm sorry. This was one of the Nashville goals. Um, someone had bounced the puck off like it was behind the avalanche net. And he bounced the puck off the wall, and it like ricocheted just perfectly to go I right think in front of the That was car at the very end of the game. Yeah, and that was what—that's how we lost because it yeah, like, went tough. right in front of the net. And it was just there's some bad luck, um, but there's also some bad defensive play mm-hmm. that I think we can kind of chalk up to chemistry. Um, you know, it's it's a new goalie. We have new defensemen. We have new forwards. It's a it's we got new players on the ice and new combinations for the lines and everyone's getting used to where everyone else is going to be. Um, and it's, it's, that's why these seasons are so long because yeah. <laughs> team game, you know, it's, it's a sports sports are a team thing unless it's like tennis or something, but like there has to be chemistry involved. You have to practice. You have to find out how your teammates are skating. You have to find out how, how they pass the puck even like, so there's just so much that goes into it that I don't think those ugly losses are necessarily all Georgie's fault. I agree. I think a lot of what's going on is just kind of fair weather fans, new fans, because the Avalanche are gaining a lot of heat. So they're gaining a lot of fans that don't really know much about hockey. So they're just kind of, they're finding a single person to blame. And they're like, well, why isn't that guy guarding the net bit better? So right. It's that's an easy stance to take, I think. Right. He should um, let the puck past him. That's his job. <laughs> it's like me yelling at the Broncos wide receivers. You are paid yeah. to catch the ball. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but obviously it's more complicated than that. Clearly. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as score differential we have been just putting it on teams you know eight goals against the ducks six against the stars like i said five against the kraken five against the canucks four tonight i mean we definitely don't keep them very close for the most part (laughs) yeah there are a few games there of course the wild and the and the predators and stuff but like once they're on they are on 
And I think tonight kind of proved that the Tampa Bay game tonight was really like it, it kind of felt like a bit of a Stanley Cup rematch, even though it's two years later, you know, it felt like there was still some some blood, some bad blood between these teams, especially with Johansson joining the Avalanche now. And it was it was a treat to watch. Um, it was it was fun to watch the entire team just kind of gel. You know, there were some really cool tic tac play, tic tac toe plays. Mm-hmm. Um, one, one I think in the second period in particular, where I think it was McCarr behind the net, he passed to McKinnon. McKinnon tapped it to Nachushkin, and then Nachushkin tapped it back to whoever, and it they didn't score, but it was just really pretty puck work. Um, and I love seeing that. Let's talk about talk about Sammy Gerard a little bit. That was a a new thing. We are missing yeah. one of our best defensemen, but I think we're missing him for good reasons. I agree. Uh, very I'm interesting not. news. Something that I don't hear very often uh, out of the sports world or hockey in general. He made an announcement that he was, uh, oh, I need to take a look and get the actual wording. Um, He's like relying on the player defense league. Let me look this up. Oh, right. Right. I should have looked that up too. Uh, So he released an announcement that says, I have made a proactive decision to take care of my mental health and will be entering treatment for severe anxiety and depression that has gone untreated for too long and led to alcohol abuse. Taking care of your mental health is of utmost importance, and I encourage everyone to speak up and seek help should you feel like you need it. I want to express my gratitude to my wife, family, friends, the club, my teammates, and the fans for their patience, understanding, and continued support. Uh, this is something that's just really important to me. Uh, I come from uh, uh, some very uh, burly mountain men who don't like talking about mental health or anything <laughs> like that. Uh, and it's taken a significant toll on my family. And I have had to uh, do my part to kind of change that a little bit. And it's... Uh, it's taken a toll. Uh, so I think this is really amazing to uh, see this gigantic Viking of an athlete uh, kind of bow his head and uh, just say, I need to rely on my friends, my family, my wife, and uh, I need to take care of myself. That's really something amazing that, uh, and to do it publicly like this, uh, to just kind of make a display and say, this is okay, uh, really hits hard for me. Uh, that's amazing. I agree completely. Um, substance abuse, alcohol abuse is no joke. And your mental health can really take a toll when you're doing that. And if you don't you know, talk to people or, or you stay untreated for so long, you can you know, some really bad things can happen. I know personally, I've experienced a lot of that over the last few years with all of the above. Um, and it is really cool to see someone that is in the public light um, 
be so vulnerable and be able to admit that he needs help because i think it it really shows the normal person like like you or i that those are people too and that right. they experience the same things that we do um just on a different level and everybody needs someone to talk to and everybody needs some sort of help and and it's okay to admit that and i think that that's it's really cool for gerard to like take that stance and to do what he needs to do he'll be back you know he'll be back by uh the playoffs <laughs> he'll be feeding the shit out of more vikings any day yeah i bet he comes back with a new lease on life oh yeah um, i bet he gets out of the treatment program and he comes back like a new person so every could time actually... every time he hits somebody with a bone crushing check he'll heal them <laughs> a little bit he'll hand them like a little card mm -hmm. there you go <laughs> um yeah but but you're absolutely right and and i agree it's it's a really cool thing to see um it sucks that he's going through that and that you know he has to do this but again, it is really cool. And he's partnering with the uh, Players Assistance Program. That's what it was. So, and it, that, another awesome thing that the NHL has, you know, that's that's why the uh, that's why hockey is probably the best sport in the world. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, not only do they have killer games, but they care about their players, too. So, um, yeah, that, I think that's about all. I wanted to touch on with with Gerard. Um, I definitely wish him the best of luck and a uh, speedy recovery process. Obvi obviously, alcoholism and stuff is never hard to get over, and especially God, I couldn't. I I liked to drink in my twenties. I still like to drink every once in a while. Um, but if I had hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars in my <laughs> bank account, I would probably not be alive so in like five free months a year <laughs> yeah it would it wouldn't end well that's for sure so i commend these dudes um and and sam gerard for taking that step um it's it's really cool to see that so yeah um other notable outs for the avalanche other notable injuries um i wanted to bring up the arturi lekanen injury who got injured during the Seattle Kraken game two weeks ago. Do you remember this game? And do you remember this hit at all? Uh, I know he's got a neck injury. I don't remember the hit, though. Well, here, let me refresh your memory. <laughs> there you go. Just tossing him into the boards. Let's, it'll play again. See, he just like, who's that guy? Carl, I don't even know who that guy is. He's a Kraken player. And the more that I see of the Kraken, the more that I just cannot stand them. Um, Come on, play. Play, please. Anyway, uh, while I get this thing to load, um, I want you to watch this and tell me if you think this was a dirty play or not. Because that oh fuck. What do you think? I mean, to me, he shoves he shoves Lekanen into the boards. He like pushes him into it. That's a complete boarding call. 
Oh man, Lekin indefinitely landed hard. He's his he fractured his neck. <laughs> I uh, I don't know that the Kraken guy necessarily. I only got to see that one angle, but I don't know that he did anything that bad. Dude, he's a defenseman that's on like the fourth line. He has zero goals, zero assists, and a total of what does that say? Oh no, not very much ice time. This guy was sent out there to injure someone. I don't care. That's what I'm gonna say. That's what I'm gonna say. He's he's okay. a fucking bench warmer that rides the pine all season and the Kraken was like, go out there. Go out there and do your job. I'm he not went out there and he shoved like a no, I'm I'm totally just kidding. Anyone that's okay. like listening and go I'm, <laughs> but... I'm willing to entertain that, but I just that from what I saw it didn't look like too aggressive of a push hit to me. I don't know, man. I just the more that I watch the Kraken and the more that I like see them and the Avalanche play, the more I think they're the new Red Wings. Like the, it, those games can get dirty. They can get rough. Um, we have people, you know, the entire Kraken fan base still boos Makar every time he touches <laughs> the puck. I'm still I'm more focused on Las Vegas's ugly ass colors. I can't get over that. <laughs> We're still on that, huh? Okay. Yeah. I mean, the two teams for us this year, if if the Kraken can get their shit together, because they're not doing very well. They are they're eight, nine, and five with twenty-one points. We're ahead of them by a lot. Um, but if if they can get their shit together, the Kraken and the Golden Knights are our biggest challenge i think this year golden knights always when they're healthy um but the kraken are slowly sneaking up to be like a full-fledged rival and even though i hate them i love that yeah good i yeah that they'd be a good rival i the mascot kraken mascot awesome just a giant kraken right yeah. i guess i've never seen yeah. the mascot do we know what the mascot looks like? Uh, it's a kraken. It's an enormous squid. No, it's not. It's this it goofy is. looking bear thing. No, it's not. What are you talking? Like the Grateful Dead bears? No, this goofy looking bear thing. No, that that's like saying the stupid. That is the, the kraken mascot. That's like saying the Rumpelstiltskin thing that wanders around the avalanche uh, un uniform. There, that. that To the right? I don't no. think that's real, dude. That's a Kraken. Yeah, I know that's a Kraken. But that looks like a homemade costume. Yeah, this is an AI-generated Kraken mascot. <laughs> okay, but that is a Kraken. But do you yeah, know what I mean by that weird... Rumpelstiltskin, the thing that looks like a homeless Santa Claus that's the avalanche mascot. That's not our mascot, but it uh, it is an avalanche creation that is at our games. Well, technically, the, aval the avalanche mascot's the dog. What? 
Yeah, man. It's the dog. Here, I'll show you. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> okay, it's yeah. The, okay, I know about him. He's the he's the official avalanche mascot. Okay, but there, the weird guy at the bottom left. The Sasquatch. He was our yeah. old yeah. mascot. Howler. And now it's uh Bernie. Yep. Yeah, so do you remember back in the day when the avalanche had the foot on their sleeves? Yes. That was representing the big foot. And so the Sasquatch, yep. I mm -hmm. think, I believe, I'm pretty sure. Um, and so our that original mascot that we're looking at, the Howler, um, he was the abominable snowman that represented that foot. Are you telling me I'm wrong and the Kraken mascot is not a Kraken? No, it looks like... A dumb knockoff of Bernie. Son of a bitch, I'm wrong. Look at this dumb thing. Man, I just hate the Kraken more and more. I hate the Kraken so much. <laughs> oh my god. Why can't they have Gritty, that fucking nightmare? From Philadelphia? Yeah, <laughs> that thing's way better. Oh, I'm going to talk so much shit about the Seattle mascot on Twitter for the next two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on Twitter, down the mountain. <laughs> You'll have fun. Um, anyway, enough of the Kraken. I'm, I'm tired of talking about them. I think the, the Lekkonen hit was a little bit more than uh, legal, or a little bit less than legal, a little bit dirty. Um, and uh, I, I think there's always going to be a play like that when we're playing the 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 Kraken, the Seattle Red Wings, because like that's how it was back in the day. It was like tit for tat. So, all right. Um, oh, speaking of injuries, we did have a little bit of a scare with Manson tonight. You you saw that, right? Uh, is that the one where he had the skate waved right past his face? Yes, yeah. just like uh, the guy from the ex Penguins, Penguins player yeah. who, who just died. Like it was, the skate was very close to, to I can't Manson's. Believe like there aren't like three or four toe amputations every hockey game. Well, now those that skates are pretty thick. It, yeah, uh, they're also pretty sharp. That's true. <laughs> um, but no, he's like his face got scratched. They didn't know if he got stitches or not. Um. But it was, it looked pretty brutal. Could you, could you imagine like getting stitches in the middle of a hockey game and then going back out and playing like meaningful minutes? No, I just leave the wound open. <laughs> just bleed everywhere. <laughs> oh, I think there's a rule against that, uh, but I could be wrong. I don't think it's. I don't think it's very sanitary to just bleed all over the ice. <laughs> um, I, I'm I just I my only thoughts on this were that we're going to see more neck guards here in the next year. Yeah, next yep. few months we're going to see a lot more neck guards and like face face protection, um, because clearly <laughs> things are getting a little rough with the skates. Yeah, I think that's a good thing. They can normalize it. They can 
work it into the system and it will be just a normal part of the thing. No problem. Agreed. Um, is there anything else? Oh, I did want to talk about Ivan Prozvitov. He's a uh, one and one on the year. He seems to be a 50% backup goalie. I miss Frankie. That's, that's where I'm at there is I miss Frankie because he's going to be out the rest of the season. So, um, couple final stats, I guess, just to throw out, um, Johansson now has five goals and Tatar has zero goals. Uh, two, two of our newer players. Um, Johansson's doing really well. Tatar is still looking for that first goal. He does have three assists in the last 10 games, but um, it would be nice to see him start doing a little bit more. There are two people on our team that have not scored a goal in the last 10 games. That is Logan O'Connor and Thomas Tatar. Um, everyone else has had a goal. Everyone has had at least one assist, um, which is really cool. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I need to rephrase that. I, was, I wasn't looking at the d defensive players. Manson and okay. Jones, Caleb Jones, also have not gotten goals. Uh, Manson actually hasn't even gotten an assist in the last 10 games. So um, other than that, everyone else is doing their part. They're doing really well. And it seems like everyone is splitting ice time fairly evenly, aside from the first line, who gets about 20, 20 minutes a game. Everyone else gets around 10 to 12 minutes a game. So, so our depth is there. Um, we're seeing a lot more line mixes and we're seeing a lot more um it, it kind of like the nuggets we're just seeing a lot a lot more different pairings of players and such um to kind of see where we can go with the chemistry um and i'm excited because bednar seems to be a guru when it comes to forming a team and forming a good team he's won on every level of hockey and he knows what he's doing. So um, we might have had a couple rough patches over the last couple weeks, um, but a seven and three record is nothing to scoff at. That's about all I have for tonight, Ricky. Do you have anything else you wanted to bring up? I think I've covered everything I've got. Perfect. Um, like I said, Jazz is going to be back for the next episode, which is either going to be next week or the week after. Um, we came out a little hard at first, um, came out uh, pretty pretty quickly here out of the gates at the Down the Mountain podcast, and we've slowed down a little bit with the holidays here. So um, episodes are a little bit sporadic at the moment, um, but we we'll see a little bit more consistency as the holidays kind of move on. Um, next few games we have for the avalanche are shit. God damn it. Uh, I am seeing in November, we've got against coyotes seven o'clock on the 30th. Then if I go to December, uh, not until Saturday the 2nd. So we've only got two games coming up. And then uh, then LA Kings on Sunday. So we've got three games before next Monday. Yeah. But it's LA a pretty busy month. It's so goddamn ugly. It looks like it's just a closed <laughs> captioning logo. 
That's hilarious. It's a pretty busy month for the Avalanche. Um, pretty much a game every other day for the first two weeks. Uh, actually, for the first, all of, leading all the way up to Christmas. That's pretty much a game every other day. So that's pretty cool. Lots of hockey to watch over the next month. Um, and we are definitely excited to talk about that with you guys. You can always call us at 585-969-DOWN or 585-969-3696. Leave us a voicemail. Um, let us know your thoughts on the avalanche and all of that stuff. This has been a really fun episode. It's been nice to come back and chat about the avalanche. Um, it'll be good to have Jazz back on the next show. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Down the Mountain. Um, and listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, all that stuff. And if you haven't yet, leave us a review. We would love to hear you um, hear, hear your thoughts on the show. Uh, if you like something different or whatever, leave us a review. Reviews are good. I have been your host. This is Ricky D. And of course, my name is Josh. We're going to talk to you very soon. Go abs.